Good afternoon, Elizabeth Good. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to Michelle Humes Live, everybody. This is my dear friend, Elizabeth Good, who I wanted to bring on today to talk about how she has, in a very short amount of time, become an absolute top producer in the metro Atlanta area, uh, $25 million a year in sales. And that is not done without a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication. So welcome to the program, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Glad you are here. So Elizabeth, tell the audience, I think a lot of people come here to understand how to grow their business and to hear how you have been so successful. So just start out telling us about your journey through real estate that got you to this point. Yeah. So um, basically, I um, kind of grew up in this area, Um, you know, have couple of you know some connections and um you know basically um i a couple years ago decided that you know if i was going to take my business to the next level i really wanted to do something different than just your average you know working hard if that makes any sense right so i really started um diving deeper into um my clients and really focused on being the expert to them, um, you know, everything down to um, contractors and, and setting them up with everything, like trying to be the Chick-fil-A or the Disney of your client's experience. Um, that really helped me, uh, you know, with referrals and, right, the difference between a good experience and a bad experience, I feel like is the service that you get. So um, really trying to focus in on making sure you're the expert in that particular field for your clients and just giving them the best service possible. Yeah, I think that that is something we talk a lot about in building our business is uh, it is such a... um, competitive market for real estate here in our local market. There's anywhere between 30 and 40 homes in every city, which is not enough. And um, so how do you differentiate yourself? How do you stand out from the crowd? And giving incredible service certainly is the number one rule in my book, the Chick-fil-A experience, the Ritz Carlton experience. Um, Really tell, I'd love to dive deep into that a little bit more because a lot of people want to have a luxury price point and they probably will be watching to hear how that, how you do that. But talk to us about the specifics. I heard you mention contractors. Um, How about your assistant that you have? Those kinds of things. Walk us through that. Um, So I have an assistant. She's amazing. And she um, has really helped me streamline um, a complete system from, you know, the minute I leave a listing appointment to the minute we're under contract, um, you know, with a buyer or a seller and keeps them updated the whole time, keeps them in the loop. Um, uh, One thing that I think has been really amazing that I've had a lot of um, great feedback from is, you know, if you're, if you're a listing agent and um, you get the amendment to address concerns, right? I have, a couple of people that I send it out to immediately uh, and get, you know, prices back immediately on it. Um, give a couple of references and, 
you know, put it in your seller's hands to really see, because everything's so overwhelming, um, for them to really see like, you know, hey, I, I, I have a couple of people to recommend for this. I've got a couple of people to re recommend for that. And it just, it, it makes things easier for everyone. And they really feel, because everyone's busy. You know, everyone is, is busy. So it, it makes things much easier for them. Mm, yeah. And I, I think we can go even back a, a step further because you weren't always a $20, $25 million producer. You didn't really get into the business that long ago. And I think that's what's so fun about seeing people succeed at a high level at a really fast pace is that it is possible to go from zero to 25 million and at a very high price point that normally in our market would be seen by maybe an, an agent that had more experience and had been around longer. Um, so to walk us back. How many years ago did you get into the business? So I have got in the business about six years ago. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, did you always want to have a high price point? Did you always want to have this sort of um, high end experience or is that just something that's evolved as you went along? Yeah, just something that kind of evolved. And I, uh, you know, really saw uh, the need to um, that be my avenue that I can stand out, you know, like you said, you know, amongst agents that have been in the business 30 years, um, you know, so that's just that's just where I felt like that was kind of my avenue. And I just, you know, took a shot and went for it. Absolutely. And what would you say, because we can talk about all the successes um, along the way, but as you and I both know, if you're going to do anything of great value and of um, great expertise, you, you must take risks along the way and you actually must fail along the way. So what would you say have been some of your failures? And then on the flip side of that, what have you learned from the failures? That's a great question. So yeah, basically, and here's the thing. I mean, this sounds silly, but I, I love to fail because I learn, you learn so much from when you fail and like each failure, you get better and better and better to where you're, you know, all of a sudden one day you're like, wow, you know, just, it's just amazing. So yeah, I mean, I think, you know, starting out, one of the big fails that I, you know, wish that I um, would have done before is, you know, really go all in on my business. And um, like you said, take all the risks. I think, you know, when you first get started, it's a little, you know, you're a little nervous because you don't know how good you're going to be. You don't know. I mean, you know, and I think one of the things for me was really, um, being too busy. I know that sounds, but you know, I mean, I, I wanted to be able to leverage and um, yeah. So I, I, I completely forgot where I was going with that. No, I think it's a perfect point. And it's, it's, I, I was just going to interrupt you actually, because I think that um, oftentimes in our industry, we will go to the activities that will keep us busy all day long. And yet they are not the high money maker activities. We tend to leave those things uh, last. Lead generating, uh, circle prospecting around our listings. 
you know, if you will do the hard activity first, actually, uh, that can make you so much more money. And yet the busyness things makes us feel accomplished. And I think that's human tendency. I'm going to do this list of things that keep us busy, these tasks, and then I'm going to feel accomplished at the end of my day. And yet if you look two, three months down the road, you won't have a pipeline if you operate a business like that. And that is something I had to learn early on. You know, I, I train and teach our agents Look, do the hard thing first because yeah. it's like swallowing the what is it, the frog right. or something? Eat the frog, the yeah. Eat the frog, yeah. Eat the frog. Because if you'll do that, you will actually have so much of a pipeline in business moving forward um, that will create more business. For instance, if you have a million dollar listing and you get three buyer leads out of it, is it going to be worth following up with those three buyers who are unrepresented in the future? The answer is yes. Absolutely. What are they going to have? A house to sell, right? And so all of a sudden you've got three new listings that are probably in the half million dollar range. They're sizing up. Right. Um, so and and vice versa, you're selling a million dollar house and you get a call from other people who want to sell their million dollar house because they see you put it under contract right away. Exactly. So I, I think that that is the the big mistake that I had to learn or easy on was keeping myself busy with things that weren't necessarily um, those high dollar activities they yeah. could have been delegated and leveraged out to someone else. Right. Right. Absolutely. So you recently made a big switch in your career personally. So um, you switched companies. I did. And I'd like to know from you, your perspective of why you chose to switch companies as you know, sometimes that could be disruptive to a business or to a pipeline. So obviously whatever you saw um, was worth it to you. I'd love to hear your take on why EXP is a great company and fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, first of all, um, I, you know, have been with Keller Williams most of my um, career. Love Keller Williams. Great company. Um, for me, uh, I was introduced to EXP a year ago. And looking back now, I wish I would have moved sooner, but, um, you know, I'm going to make up for lost time. So uh, it was just one of those things. Each, I just kept diving more and more into it. Each thing I came across was just more compelling to me that I just, I couldn't look away. I mean, it just made so much sense. And it was really one of those things that was like, is this, I mean, you know, this seems good to be true. I mean, I, is there something I'm missing? I mean, do I need to, but there really wasn't. And the only thing stopping me was me. And, you know, I mean, it, it just, I decided to take the next step because I'd always forever wonder and wish, you know, I would have, I would have done it. So just. I I love that story. And we all, we know this, my podcast, this, this area is not to recruit people to EXP. Right. I do think it's important for your journey to talk about it because um, we're not in the recruiting business. We're in the high productivity business. Right. And as, as many know, you and I are partnered on this journey in order to grow your business to the next level. Yeah. That is the first and foremost reason why we are in alignment because yeah. We both want to be highly productive and are uh, not only that to create a, a great experience for our family and our family's futures, but to create great customer experiences. And I think in, in my mind, 
you know, I've never seen partnerships that are so strong where people that are aligned are just seeing tremendous growth in their business, high productivity people, high teams, just incredible growth happening um, at the company. So congratulations on that move. I think the, the best is yet to come. Uh, let's switch gears one more time to our moms who are in the audience watching because the most asked question I get is how in the world do you run this business and uh, support a family in the background and, and have, a, have a family, have children and uh, do a good job in everything, right? Yeah. I don't always. So I think that that is something that we all know. But tell us about your family, your kids and your actually I want to hear about your living situation as well, because we have that in common. We do. Yeah. So um, I have two girls and an awesome husband who supports me no matter what. Um, And great parents. Um, We do the multi-generational living as well. Um, uh, They live on our property and we, you know, it's just one big happy family. So Elizabeth lives in a home that was built what year? 1910. 1910 in Coweta County. It is gorgeous. And big shout out to John Bynum who renovated it and then uh, made it even more beautiful. But your parents live, your mom and Tom live in the detached garage, uh, like in a carriage house above a garage, correct? Yes. And you have chickens. Yes, we do. And you have all kinds of fun with a big family living there. I can tell you the number one way to be successful in real estate is move your parents in, guys. Just move your parents in. And um, it will be wild, wild west, but you will have tremendous, uh, <laughs> tremendous support. support. Actually, yes. no, seriousness, having grandparents around on a daily basis is such a blessing to my family. I know it is, of course, too. Absolutely. Uh, something that, you know, you can't ever, they'll never forget. And um, the time will be so greatly spent together. So I know you're grateful for them. So grateful. Yeah. Anything else that you want our audience to know about your journey into real estate and how you really set yourself apart? Because I will say your story is not normal to to people watching. It is very abnormal to be in your mid thirties in your, in this business, five years, six years, and to do the volume you're doing. So is there anything that you could offer as a piece of advice to someone watching that, that wants to get to where you're at? Yeah. So, um, I think the biggest thing really is just dive in, have absolutely no no regrets, and ask the hard questions. You know, go for go for the the listings, go for the high price listings. Just go for everything, and you know, if you lose the listing, ask them why. If when you get the listing, ask them why. You know, figure out what it is that other people see in you that will set you apart from others. Because what you think might be your strong suit might not be what everybody else feels. And it might bring up something completely different that you never knew that you had in you. So, um, you know, find out what it is that, you know, make people like you and focus on that. So I have one rule in my world of um, team running a team. I have one rule in my world and it is you must be open to feedback 
Because oh. if you can be open to feedback, your world will change. Uh, because anyone that is willing to say, hey, I could do that better. Hey, I could improve that. I am not afraid to find out why I lost that listing. And I'd love to know why I earned the listing. Every single time will make us better and will make you become a master in the craft. And um, I can't say that enough. I think that's fantastic feedback, uh, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have so enjoyed having you here with us today. Um, I haven't looked at the comments, but I'm sure there will be some feedback for you. If you'd like to know more about Elizabeth Good, join us uh, on my Facebook page. You'll find her there, all her information. She has a great, fantastic Instagram as well. Um, you love all things design and beautiful homes and beautiful things. So find her there. A quick shout out, uh, February 10th, we will be streaming the one and only Jay Kinder uh, during our team meeting here in the office, but also virtually. So 9 a.m. Eastern Standard, meet us here to meet the one and only Jay Kinder, 500 homes a year sold, the number two Caldwell Banker agent in the world at one time, and he will be joining us from Puerto Rico. So Elizabeth, thank you. You are amazing. I can't Thank wait you. to see what you're going to do this year. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to be your partner. And uh, the best is yet to come. That's right. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.